Hello, you are listening to Everyday Creative People. I'm your host, Dina Adrians, and this podcast is for the doers, dreamers, and makers of the world. For anyone who wishes they had more time and freedom to play, who struggles with creative blocks, or who is trying to figure out how to make a living while making art, I'm here to stumble through the madness by your side. Once you've finished listening to today's show, please take a moment to subscribe to future episodes and rate the podcast, leave a comment, and tell a friend. You can join the community over in the Creative Playground Facebook group and find all the show notes at dinaadriance.com slash ecdpodcast. Now settle in, get comfy, and enjoy the show. Hello, Michael. How's it going? Hi. (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) Good. So, tell me, okay, for our listeners, (laughs) to answer, who are you? (laughs) What kind of a role does art play in your life? Uh, uh, Michael Burgos, actor, writer, guy, uh, (laughs) performer. Oh, actor is a performer. Um, uh, uh. Art r- roll. I sound like Scooby Doo. Rut roll. Um, uh, it's art plays a yeah, pretty a fairly sized role in my life as someone who likes to be creative and around creative people and yeah, who uh, yeah, um, I think it's kind of my m- main pursuit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a big word, Art. I, I don't, I don't know. Some, uh, well, I, here's, a, here's a question. Yeah. What is, what is art to you? That's, I don't know. I mean, bigger question, right? <laughs> art, art has a relationship with, uh, beauty, I think. Um, like, uh, internal and external and, and like, uh, like a life can be, artful like just the way someone lives their life can be artful without even being an artist or um i think i think art is something that kind of um gives yeah almost yeah gives pause to people uh yeah it's like yeah when you say something beautiful and it kind of gives you a moment to stop everything and take it in or um breathe for a moment to me, that's a little bit of art. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily what you might find in a dictionary of like visual arts or uh, performing whatever. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of art in nature in a way. And I'm sure many artists throughout the centuries have, you know, looked to nature for their inspiration. So I, I, art isn't, ne- it's not something that uh, it's not something humans came up with, but it's something humans can uh, channel and kind of foster. But I think ultimately it's, it's uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's unquantifiable in a way, but it certainly has an impact. And I think uh, that whole unquantifiable bit about art is like why some countries don't maybe uh, support it necessarily because they can't put it into numbers, but sometimes in, in countries that do support arts more, there's like this intangible, uh, I guess, benefit that their 
society reaps from the arts, quote unquote. Yeah, uh, so to me, that's kind of what art is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you and I have known each other for many years off and on. And when I knew you when we were younger, oh, yeah. <laughs> you were a musician. That's true. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> like a yeah. I know, right? Like, almost forgot That's about that. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, yeah. So, so back in the day, you were a musician. Yes. Um, and am I remembering correctly that you went to school for music? Yes. Uh, I was in Boston at Berkeley College of Music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's like kind of what their main thing is <laughs> music, music, uh, or music related things yeah 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 just at, uh, be it production or what was your actual uh course i i started as like a performance major and then i switched to a music business major because uh yeah part, part of that was a fear-based decision um but also part of it was kind of like I think something deeper understood that like uh, in in practice you can learn music anywhere um it's just doing it and like trying to like find the, the players and be amongst the players and play and all that stuff um but the uh, music business itself isn't something that's taught everywhere and um, if potentially I wanted to do uh, creative things and try to sustain myself I figured it would probably be of some benefit to like learn about the the workings of the the business side of the music industry so I was like all right I'll I'll, this is something I can't get everywhere so let me because I mean yeah you can find performance programs all over the world it's less frequent to find you know kind of music business or entertainment uh industry type of majors but they're very useful to know um especially i think now that i'm in the realm of being a a self-produced artist uh a lot of that uh i'm sure that that background is coming into play now so um yeah i'm i'm happy i took it because i don't do music as much anymore uh, although it's just a slightly different thing i don't know it, it's applicable to any of the uh yeah when I art mean, being an artist you are inherent like you have to be a business person yeah um, yeah and art if when art and commerce come together and if if someone is like 100 percent an artist it's going to be really hard or um they might not necessarily where to go or there's the potential to get bad deals and and things like that and it's um i think yeah having to having learned a a bit about the the business side of things uh i i i have to um yeah in a way that stuff is helpful to try to protect the artist part of me. Like I I have to be my own manager, but that, that part of me is to protect 
another part of me. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I was, I was in Boston. <laughs> to answer. <your> question. <laughs> so what, uh, when you got out of school, did you go into music business initially? Yeah, initially I, I taught drums. I was, I, drum set was my primary right. instrument. And I, I taught like uh, private lessons for a little bit. And then I got um, a call, interviewed. Uh, long story short, it, I got, yeah, invited to tour with uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band on the business end of the tour and dealt with like ticketing. And I think my official title was accounting assistant, but I dealt much more with uh, ticketing. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I learned just about, just about everything you can learn about ticketing and box <laughs> offices and um, yeah, that whole world that um, yeah. Every, everything with, with, yeah yeah uh, did you did you enjoy that that being on tour in that capacity um it was kind of stressful uh it uh it, i was there to work and I, I understood that um um yeah I, I think sometimes people might be like oh yeah you're on tour with like this big artist it's so cool you but it's like i'm not i'm not partying at all or like yeah yeah there's when there are really big artists on tour there are like a lot of people uh working all the time behind the scenes um so wait what was the question did i i mean it i learned a ton but it, uh all in all it wasn't like it, i think the balance of work and play was a bit too far into work for me and uh mm -hmm. Yeah, I I I think I slept like eight hours once in a year, and it was just like oh man, it was like it, after a while the 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 um what is it the 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 glittery eyes of the 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 novice kind of mm -hmm. wear, wear out, and it's like oh oh okay oh it's I mean okay, and you get past the 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 surface level um, yeah just sort of see the nitty-gritty reality well yeah it's 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 cool to have a title or it's cool to like know you're working on a a big thing uh but once you get past the the surface level yeah i guess like you said nitty-gritty um yeah it yeah and I, also i was like the youngest person mm. on the i was like the baby of the group and <laughs> it, was, it was i mean to have that be like a, my first real job out of college was like whoa <laughs> uh i i was like starting at the top of the music industry in a way and, mm. and um but yeah when i got to see things at that level and just understood what it was yeah what, when i got to peek behind the curtain so to speak uh i don't know i was just like okay I don't. I don't know if I just want to be like a tour accountant or. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there are per there are perks to it, but there's like a lot of other work as well. Yeah. For I guess for me, it's like I needed a different balance. Uh, yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you were working all the time, basically. 
Yeah. Which doesn't really leave you any room for your own creative output. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I, there's no way. Yeah, the, I think the business people on a major tour, they're not creating. They're, they're, yeah. they're doing business. Uh, yeah. They're not there to be artists. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of like the, instead of straddling the art commerce fence, I kind of went way to the commerce side yeah. without any of the art side. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so uh, how, yeah. how did you get from there to where you are now, where, you know, you were working in sort of the business end of the music industry um, and then now you, in the last few years, have toured your own one-man performance around the world. So what was that sort of transition process? I mean, there were a lot of, I think there were multiple steps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll try to make it as uh, brief as I can. Um, when I finished touring, I started uh, like composing uh, background music for advertisements and that was thanks to like the uh, music theory and music harmony or just all the like like classes I took with you know composing music and stuff like that um, uh, that I had a skill set to where I could uh, even if I couldn't necessarily play the instruments fluently Mm-hmm. As a composer, I could like write the music uh, at least, and mm-hmm. um, so I could have a music program, write the music, and uh, yeah. So uh, I was doing background music for like radio and TV spots, fifteen thirty second things, and then through that, I met people who worked in like video production, basically, and mm-hmm. um, making friends in video production i sometimes would hang out with them when they were filming and i would write like music for their short films and just hanging out with them bit by bit uh one time they needed like an extra actor to just like go on set and like say a line and i was around so they just asked me to say this line and yeah little by little my my film friends started asking me to act more and I started composing less and then it just got me like, it just kind of peaked, uh, yeah, piqued my interest a little, or it, it made me curious, like, oh yeah, what, what's, what is this acting thing? Uh, um, yeah, one of my film friends asked me to act in like, a, I don't remember what, if it was like a 15 or 15 or 20 minute short film as the lead character. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> at all. She was like, it's fine. Like, um, but I think that, uh, that project got me curious about acting. So I took an acting class and then once the acting class was done, I didn't think anything of it, but the teacher I took the class with uh, emailed me after the class was over and asked me to audition for a a, a play she was uh, writing and directing and I got cast in it. And it was like a a play for for children. And yeah, it was kind of just like, Oh, before I knew it, I was like cast in this children's play because the, te- I, the teacher I took asked me to audition. And then <laughs> I started touring. It was like, not like 
super frequently, but like a part-time thing going to elementary schools and performing this like short play. Um, but I, I kind of found, before I knew it, found myself like acting with uh, people who had theater degrees and I had, I had taken one acting class and I was like, I, I just felt like such an imposter. Um, hmm. So I was like, I'll take another, let me take one more class. Um, so I don't feel as like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. As an, as an imposter. Yeah. And the, the, like the lady who owned, who owns the company completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was an acting teacher. And so I took a class with her and um, yeah, it, I don't know. It, and that's where like the acting thing kind of started. And I think, I, I think we m- might've been, for that second acting class, I think we were required to like audition for something and then I auditioned for something because it was a, re- a requirement and then mm-hmm. I got cast in something. And then that having, I think I had a, a I had a small role <laughs> in a play, uh, which I was required to audition for, but there was one performance where like, I, I, did, this, I did this monologue and one performance, it got like uh, mid show uh, ovations. Uh, and that was like, oh, uh, that's when <laughs> the like that thing that I don't know what it is, but it's like a, I guess it was what they call the bug or whatever. <laughs> mm, <laughs> the yeah. cliche, the acting bug. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was that moment I got bit. Um, yeah, and so I just started, yeah, acting more, and then yeah, I was taking movement classes in DC with this lady named Dodie DeSanto and. She studied in Paris at uh, Ecole Jacques Lecoq, and uh, which still exists. And then, uh, but through her, I, I learned about this guy named Philippe Gaulier. And um, yeah, I was just yeah, she's she's one of the best teachers, uh, maybe my favorite American teacher. Yeah, uh, I'm still in touch with her to this day. Uh, we we were yeah anyway. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm in frequent. She actually, I had an audition this weekend. It went well um, for like all the, the, well, I don't want to talk too much about it, but uh, I had a good audition and I, I met with Dodie like the day before my audition just to kind of like look at it. And yeah. She's great. But uh, yeah, uh, but because I learned about these schools in Paris through her, I ended up going to uh, Paris to study acting for two years uh when that ended i was like what did i just do (laughs) get here um i don't know why i just spent two years in france i got caught up i got it's like through through film friends uh asking me to act an acting teacher asking me to audition and then being like required to audition i i kind of really unintentionally fell into acting and uh before i knew it i'd like been in europe for a while <laughs> and i was like why did i just what happened how did i and i was like well f um i guess i need to do this <laughs> i don't know so then i was just out of out of necessity i was like well if i'm not gonna i don't know i, I didn't want it to go to waste i guess the experience hmm. so I, I just attempted to write a one-person show and then um yeah i started touring the this one person show and it did pretty well um 
toured it for about <clears throat> a year and a half to about something like 23 cities around the world over nine time zones. Yeah. The US, Canada, Australia, Germany, the UK. And um, yeah, it was kind of life changing. Well, France was life changing. And then this tour, it, I don't know. Yeah, I've performed the, the, the next play. level of life changing. <laughs> well, it was just like, what I, then I just fell into, uh, it was, it was like, I finished class in Paris and I was like, well, I guess I have to write a play. And then I started <laughs> touring and it built its own momentum. And it's like, well, I guess I have to keep doing this. <laughs> uh, it's been a lot. I think since I, finished Berkeley it's been a lot of like well I guess this is happening now <laughs> uh, I'll go yeah I, it's been a little bit of kind of go with the flow mm. uh, uh, what like what what is life presenting to me at this yeah moment? or is like where is it kind of guiding me and uh, yeah hmm. it's cool I mean I think that like a lot of a lot of people who set out with the intention of having a creative career, like work really hard and they're like grinding their wheels. Yeah. And in some ways it sounds like you, it sounds like you've kind of somehow managed to just open yourself to the possibilities. Yeah. And then these things just keep coming your way. (laughs) Um, I mean, do you like at any point in the process, like, it's funny because it almost, the way that you tell it, it almost sounds like you've been a somewhat unwilling participant. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, I've been, I think, I've, yeah, I think open was the right word. I think I've been a, I think I've been a willing participant uh, or at least an, uh, an available yeah. participant. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if unwilling. Yeah, maybe unwilling is not the right word. There's something about the, because that, that, so you were, that, you were uh, saying, the, oh, I guess I have to do this now. Yeah, the, the adjective, wait, you know, the, ad, the adjective unwilling has a, a, a underlying connotation of resistance to it. Yeah, yeah, uh, not necessarily passive. Okay, but a little, almost, just kind of like, uh, okay, um, <laughs> uh, something related to, I don't know, open or available. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, or in in a in a way maybe, yeah, slightly. Um, I don't know what that word is, but what's this like? Yeah, like, yeah, res- like yeah, open or receptive or something like that. Or yeah, I think of available for whatever might. I don't know. Yeah. If sensitive is the right word. Uh, hmm. so, a little bit. Also, there. I think. I I think there's a a little an element of going with your gut. Like, I remember a couple years ago, you telling me about how you ended up enrolling in that program in Paris. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you went to this workshop with the guy. Yeah, totally. And you were like, I need yeah. to do more of this. Totally. Oh, that was a huge, that was like massive. Uh, that was a huge, like, yeah, I need to acknowledge that. That was like, there was like no question, though. That was like a clear uh, boom. Oh, it was, I, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to use terms that are too cliche, but something like (laughs) something like an aha moment, just like a a, a, just something that was so evident and clear. I don't even know if it was an aha, but it was just like, oh, oh, okay, oh, this is it. 
Uh, it's just no, that's just no. Yeah. That's like a, but there's like not even a doubt. No, no. Um, yeah, not even a question. That was like, that was the most almost certain moment that I've had in a, a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Or like, or what, that was one of my most certain moments in life when, when the, the, I don't know what, like the, the evidence just revealed itself to me or the, the, the obvious path kind of opened up. Um, Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and li- that I think the the interesting thing is life is not always that obvious, and that's what makes it so challenging at times. It's like, oh, I could do this or I could do that, <laughs> uh, but I think it's less frequent when things are like so clear. Um, yeah. Yeah. Abundantly clear, and uh, maybe that's what people kind of struggle. Like, I don't know exactly what to do or where to go from here. And, and I'm a little bit in that right now. Uh, hmm. And part of, that's part of the reason I'm going to Europe is like to reset that thing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because it sounds like the, in the time from finishing your program in Paris to now, even if you weren't totally clear on where you were going, you were like, well, I need to do something with this. So I'm going to take yeah. an action. Yeah. And then that action led to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, you know, it, it was yeah, almost true. like a domino effect. Kind of, um, yeah, 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 But yeah. you were also like meticulously, I mean, just t- knowing you and having like seen you at different points throughout that process, you were also meticulously organized about it. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like you, you uh, showed up at my apartment with like just the beginnings of this show. Yeah. And a spreadsheet full yeah. of like oh, yeah. every yeah. festival yeah. in North yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like all the information about how to apply and you know when yeah. it's happening and Yeah. I think once I had a, a direction, it was really clear of what I needed to at least try to do. Yeah. And that's the thing. Just like, ah, okay. The, once you know the 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 direction you're you're aiming towards then you can start trying to, uh, you know, hit the target with your arrows. Or at yeah. least you have a, a bullseye to, like, aim towards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. It's so interesting doing this uh, recording with you and knowing that this is going to be an audio recording only. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, because your, your style of acting is very physical. Yeah. And I'm see I'm I'm watching you. I mean, as we're recording, you know, we're on video with each other and I'm watching you so with these like as you're trying to process your thoughts and there's a lot of physical action that's yeah. expressing what you're trying to say. <laughs> wow. And it's you just see my face. <laughs> your face and your hands yeah, every yeah. once in a while yeah. <laughs> they come into yeah. the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, no, it's it's really fascinating to <laughs> to watch huh. that happen. Yeah, I think a lot goes through my body for sure um yeah yeah the body is super intelligent and uh i think knows things way before the brain does a lot of mm. time and uh it's probably one of the best guides uh and you know, it's like it's like the expression going with your gut it's mm-hmm. like well, yeah your gut is way more intelligent than your brain uh <laughs> yeah and that's yeah yeah but a lot of people fall 
I don't want to say fall victim to their their brains or whatever, but it's kind of like they, they, some it, people can get misled by their thoughts uh, sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that you have always been, or are you always consistently as as strong in your ability to listen to your gut as you are now, or or yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do I, do I think I've always been as, um, like, like it? What I'm hearing from you is that listening to your gut is, in many ways, a skill uh, that some people practice more than others. Um, I mean, that's something that I know to be true, uh, and I think that's a little bit of what I'm hearing from you. Like, have, have, have uh, and, I and it been... sounds like listening to your gut is something that has played a big role in getting you to where you are now. Yeah. Um, and I imagine that it also influences a lot your ability to really be present on stage. Does that yeah, that, make sense? I, I would agree I mean, with is, is that accurate? Okay. So, yeah, yeah. so I'm just curious, like, is that something that um, you have had to consciously cultivate in any way? Oh, um. I, I do think I started practicing it more. Um, yeah, I th- it might have always been there to an extent, but um, I think once I started taking movement classes with Dodi, mm. uh, that really kind of tuned me in much more. Yeah. To body. Uh, yeah, because I mean, when you're like, uh, Dodi teaches Lecoq based pedagogy. And it's really, uh, there's so much about tuning into your body and getting your stupid brain out of the way. <laughs> um, it's such an impediment. Uh, 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 yeah, like a, uh, I don't know if obstacle is the right word, but it can, your brain can so be in the way of like letting this super intelligent body just do, like the body knows already. Um, it's been, uh, refined over I don't even know like tens of thousands of years or more um, mm. you know um, but the brain is only really evolves over a single lifetime and so there's all this inherent knowledge already um, and I think yeah t- taking like taking movement classes helped me tune in more to the body and uh, stay sensitive to the impulses in the body and like ooh ah uh yeah yeah if you can follow the body a lot of times um it tends to steer you in good directions and uh even in in paris the teacher uh philippe Gaulier, he um i think he he bases we well, uh he bases hmm, a lot of his his pedagogy around pleasure Okay. Uh, and and he works on the the soul and the spirit of the actor, but mm. he also is a big proponent of like things stemming from movement, i.e., stemming from your 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 body, your gut. Way more. He if it comes from your ideas or your head, it's like he doesn't give a crap about it, mm. and odds are the ideas your body has will be way better, way, way, way better 
then the idea is your stupid brain has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hmm. so so how do you i mean and i know that this is something that you like studied for two years and you're actively practicing and figuring out every day but if you could share in a soundbite what is one way in which you can cultivate that uh, ability to to tune into your body um just find a, a practice um it could be almost any movement based practice i think that has uh at least part of its goal is to uh, yeah i'd say just find find a a practice that is body oriented Hmm. and not not necessarily like 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 bulking up at the gym kind of it's like it's it's not it's not about like the body and and getting it dense and tough, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, uh, f- kind of find a practice. This is not a well, sound. like this is not a sound, but yeah. <laughs> but I'd say so like for, what, so something that comes to mind to me as you're talking yeah. is just you know I have practiced yoga off and on. For yeah, it's like years. yoga. Or yoga sometimes or... it's like okay, what is this muscle doing? Like yeah. how do I tweak this one muscle? Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. like that level of attention to your body. Is that yeah. what you're getting yeah. at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find find a uh, a movement based um, practice that requires attention in the body. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because it, it's literally that's the, uh, when that's the practice, then it 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 grows from there. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that you're in a place right now where you're sort of a little bit unclear about what comes next yeah so and i i know you said one thing that you're doing to deal with that is going to europe to kind of get out of your head and (laughs) um just it's just just something needs to change i think when you sometimes uh i don't know if it's a block uh but we'll let's call it a block uh i yeah you, you can't stay in it for too long um and something needs to change be it internally externally mm-hmm. um a, a routine or um yes I, uh, I, something has to change to to try to move to keep mo- it, it, yeah if 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 you're driving a car and there's like a large brick wall built into the road like you can try to keep going backwards and forwards but like at some point you're going to need to change uh direction if the the brick wall is not uh uh giving way (laughs) yeah um yeah so yeah either buy a tank uh get out of your car and walk around the wall uh buy a jet pack to go over it um you just have to change <laughs> you have to change something uh, maybe, maybe i like the jetpack turn, idea <laughs> yeah maybe turn around and decide you don't want to go that way anymore yeah i don't know uh although that sounds like going backwards uh um mm. and, and you know, people always want to be moving forward uh i don't know why i said it like that <laughs> well, everyone just wants to move forward all the time uh no but yeah i'm just uh 
yeah and it's it's to like reconnect to those that i mean i love i mean i've been to europe so many times and have yeah i've spent i mean even outside of the the studies in paris i've spent a fair amount of time in europe um and uh it's it's um yeah it's like it's like nourishing for my uh soul or my yeah uh, and i think that's important um yeah um yeah cuz if there's nothing if there's a a what's the word um a lack uh if there's like a depletion there then uh i know i'm not going to be able to produce much or what i will produce will be pretty vapid and hollow and uh uh yeah um you got to fill the well <laughs> yeah 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 uh yeah i think it's to uh yeah yeah well it's and it's also fun to just like change it up yeah i think there's a lot of reasons uh but the primary thing is like yeah if so, if something isn't working just like take a break from it and uh uh so yeah just it, there's no need to dwell in misery uh like <laughs> go yeah uh yeah for, for me it's like remember to keep looking for where the fun is i guess or like hmm. i don't know or yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> And I know. I know. It's not like yeah. I'm gonna. I'm not like moving back to France for two years. It's just like, you know what? I haven't really. Yeah, I haven't been to Paris in a while. I mean, I finished school like three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this your first time going back since you finished? Uh, I went. I think I went once. I saw one show. Like every at the end of every trimester, the second year students do a. Uh, a performance okay and uh i I saw i think like six months after i finished i saw the performance so it's been like i haven't been back in like three years yeah yeah geez (laughs) yeah 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 awesome well thank you so much for doing this interview um it's been great chatting with you and if there before we wrap up i have two last questions for you um, so one, if there was any piece of advice that you could give <laughs> uh, to somebody who is wanting to pursue a more creative life, whatever that means for them, is there one piece of advice that you would give? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Such a big, uh, oh man. Part of me hates how like, every every person who's done anything uh i don't hate it obviously but like, <laughs> every person who's done anything is is asked yeah like what's like as if there is uh what, i don't know uh, what is let it let, let, let me let me re- I don't, and i don't really hate it i don't really let hate me it. rephrase the question yeah. what is one thing that has been helpful to you on your journey oh man <laughs> Maybe that's not any easier. <laughs> no, I think I just need a moment for the first question. Take your moment. Advice. Um, uh, advice. Um, um, yeah, I, I think it's ultimately um, it's for the, the betterment of your life. Like, 
if yeah if, if ultimately it's it's whatever you're doing is not an ingredient or conducive to having a uh, a more fulfilling kind of life um maybe it's not worth investing so much more energy in and like it's i don't know uh, don't don't forget d- don't forget that quality of life has uh importance or significance yeah, yeah. that's all that's all right. it that's it that's great there, i love there's it your, there's your, there's your thing. <laughs> okay last question uh where can we find you if people want to look up your work online oh online um the eulogy play.com is probably the best place um okay. yeah that's t-h-e-e-u-l-o-g-y-p-l-a-y.com the eulogy play yeah and uh do you have anything coming up that you want to let people know about the only thing right now i'll be in uh, montreal in june montreal yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah, I'll be performing in June in Montreal. Oh, who knows? Maybe I'll be back in Montreal by then. Oh, <laughs> we'll <wow. see. laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to ask you about uh, where to go in Montreal. I haven't been there forever. It's a great city. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I'll send people your way. All the info will also be on the show notes. Um, yeah, thank you. On our website, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Everyday Creative People. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment to subscribe to future episodes and rate the podcast, leave a comment, and tell a friend. Drop me a note on Facebook at Dina Adrian's Coaching and join the community over in the Creative Playground Facebook group. I'd love to hear from you. See you again next Monday. Same bat time, same bat channel.